Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Look at that move, man. <laughs> like, I did y'all dance with James Brown on Dancing with Stars? How did you do? Move I out right here, though, Jay. Early. Watch this. Bam. And the twist, and woo! How much you practice for that, Key? For what we're watching, how much I you have to practice? could broke her arms, man. Uh, go ahead, I see, yeah. But how much? Yeah. How many days How many? Like, how, how, how many days you put in a practice for that? Oh, it was a lot. I don't know the exact number, weeks? but it was a lot. Yeah, for sure, weeks. I was. It was months. Months. Just to get bounced early. Bill <laughs> <laughs> not a science guy. It's like, it's like well, he getting in the tournament, years. right? You work all hard to get into the tournament. First the round, tournament bounce. starts, I'm at home. <laughs> I was removed early. I was removed early. I like you know. You see how I choose my words carefully. <laughs> I wonder if we did like an ESPN like rendition of Dancing with the Stars. Who would win? What was the best dancing moves here at ESPN? I don't know. Well, you would tell. Yeah. We were present- I, I Did I mention we're presented by Progressive Insurance? I can move now. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, there you the one leg hop. The one leg hop. <laughs> he invented it. Ha! <laughs> Mel Kuyper Jr., ESPN senior NFL draft analyst, co-host of Daria Mel on ESPN Radio. Mel! Saturday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, co-host of the First Draft Podcast with Todd McShay and Field Yates. It's a really long title, Max. Well, he's got a lot. He's a very important guy. What's up, Mel? <laughs> Guys, great to be with you, man. What would you do with the number one pick if you were the Bears, Mel? I would take Jalen Carr. Try to trade it if you can. I don't know if it's going to be a huge market to move up to get a quarterback because there's so much mixed opinion on the three quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud, Ohio State, Bryce Young, Alabama, and Will Levis, Kentucky. So if you're stuck at number one, you got to be ready to make a pick. What do they need? The Bears need defensive line help. Do you go interior with Jalen Carter, Georgia, or the outside rusher and Will Anderson Jr. from Alabama? Based on what I saw over the last couple of years, I would take Jalen Carter from Georgia when he was healthy this year, coming off those injuries in September. He was dominant once again. Will Anderson Jr., not as dominant this year as he was in 2021. He doesn't bend the edge like Von Miller or Miles Garrett coming out, who were at the top. Miles Garrett, number one overall, great career in the NFL. Same with Vaughn. Uh, I think Will Anderson Jr. will have a solid NFL career. I don't know if we'll have a spectacular one. He, to me, will be an 8-11 to 11 sack guy. He's not going to be that 15-20 that to 20 sack guy. So I would go Jalen Carter, defensive tackle out of Georgia if I were the Bears. When, you, when you're looking at the, these quarterbacks, Mel, I know you said it's a lot of mixed opinions about all three, right? You got you got the, the raw talent, so to speak, of C.J. Stroud. You got the small statue of Bryce Young. But then when I get to Will Levis, why do I feel, and you, you, you cover college football and you, this is what you do, why do I feel that Will Levis is Blake Bortles 2.0? I don't know, Key. I like him. You know, I think he's, to me, a, a guy who deserves to be way up there. If you watch him in 2021 when he was healthy, he had an offensive line. Luke Fortner, who's the center of the Jacksonville Jaguars, had a heck of a year. He was the anchor of that Kentucky line. Fortner was. Darian Kennard, it seemed like he had been in Kentucky forever as an outstanding tackle. That line was really good. And uh, Liam Cohen was coordinating that offense. And they had Wandale Robinson as his main target. Okay? So he went out and went with, uh, you know, you look at his record, 10-3. and three. Had a heck of a year. Had nine rushing touchdowns when he was healthy. Nine rushing touchdowns. He can beat you with his legs. He can spin it. 
He can make every throw. This year, he was beat up. The offensive line was arguably the worst in college football. He was beat up from the start. He had a couple rushing touchdowns when he was healthy. He had none over the last eight games because he was out there just playing, like I say, beat up and really shouldn't have played in a couple games, I didn't think. But he still played, I think, okay in a lot of games. Mississippi State, he throws a pick to Emmanuel Forbes. Next drive, he takes him right down the field. Uh, he's a tough kid, and he can make every throw. Uh, to me, he's, the, he's QB1. But like we always talk about, the best quarterback in the draft in terms of ratings isn't always the first quarterback off the board. This is a mock draft. I see some mixed opinion on Levis, just like you keep saying, is he Blake Bortles? Is he Josh Allen? People are all over the place on all three of these quarterbacks. I want Stroud in the mock in terms of the ratings, which is up right now on ESPN.com. Will Levis is my top quarterback. Mel, we had Mike Tannenbaum on a couple of weeks ago, and he said when the Bears mm-hmm. uh, you know, had, the, they had the first pick, he's like, I would take Bryce Young because uh, he doesn't think that Justin Fields is it. Now, we were all shocked here on this show. But I, I guess with that being said, like, who do you, what quarterback do you think has the highest ceiling, like the most upside? I would never, if I'm the Bears, uh, take a quarterback over Justin Fields. And Justin Fields, you get the defensive lineman in Jalen Carter or Will Anderson Jr. I would go Carter, and you stuck stick with Justin Fields. I thought he was the second-best quarterback ratings board uh, behind Trevor Lawrence. Uh, people are knocking him, and look how he's performed. He's made a lot of progress as a passer, and he's an incredible runner. So he's going to be that ultimate dual-threat quarterback once they help him with the Chicago Bears. Bryce Young would be the number one pick. I think you would, if he were six foot plus. I don't even care about the height as much, but if he was, wasn't 190, if he was 210, yeah. then you would put him number one. And maybe you think about Justin Fields trading him, but he's not. You have to deal with reality. He's 5'10 and a half, 5'11 in that area, 185 to 190. He doesn't have the howitzer for an arm. He doesn't have tremendous explosive speed, but he's a heck of a quarterback. Okay, so where does he fit? He's an outlier. Uh, you know, Hembo sent me a note. He said there's never been a quarterback in the NFL below six foot, below 200 pounds that had a lot of success. Doug Flutie was the most winning quarterback, but he had 34, 38 career wins. So I think you look at an outlier like Bryce Young, that's why he's not the consensus number one quarterback. That's why it's Will Levis or C.J. Stroud, not definitively Bryce Young. If he were bigger, it would be Bryce Young, but he's not. Mill, so you got Bryce Young in your mock draft at, at, at the number two guy, right? Levis at yeah Levis at three, and then Richardson yep. from Florida at four. What is it? What is it about Richardson? Because when I had a chance to see him this year, I, I walked away. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't, I don't see it, but you see it every single day because yep. you study it. What am I missing? Well, you know, as you know, Key, it's, in college football and in evaluating for the NFL, it's projecting. Okay, it's foresight, projecting what they'll be. It's not who they are; it's who they will be. And I think you look at, Anthony, I saw the same thing. I saw the Utah game where he looked like the number one pick overall and the best quarterback out there. Comes back the next week against Kentucky. He's at 40%. He's missing layups. Okay? He looks confused. The Kentucky defense got the best of him. He didn't put that type of performance together the rest of the year. He didn't build on that Utah game at all. So I think another year would have helped him, but he's coming out. And why is he going top 10, top 15? Because of potential. He's got tremendous size. He's got a big-time arm. He's a tremendous runner. If he can sit, watch, and learn for a couple years, and you can mold him, develop him, coach him, then he could evolve into a heck of a quarterback. But he's, I guess you could say, the old days, the boomer bust cliche for the NFL draft would would be what you would put next to Anthony Richardson. All right, all these teams with the different picks, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Let me ask about the only thing I actually care about, Mel. My New York football giants. Uh 
Jordan Addison at SC. Key has spoken highly of him. You have him at 25 going to my Giants. Ooh, they could use a receiver in the worst kind of way. Tell me about it. Well, if he's there, and that's going to be a debate. Jackson Smith and Jigba didn't play this year with the hamstring much. He had a great year in 2021 out of Ohio State. Quentin Johnston out of TCU. I have going to Baltimore. Uh, Jalen Hyatt with all that speed out of Tennessee. I love Zay Flowers out of Boston College, but I feel he's underrated when you talk to people in the league. They don't agree with me in being as high on Zay Flowers as I am in terms of the first round. They think more second round. But I think when you look at the Giants, they have a fifth-round pick in Slate and a sixth-round pick you know, in uh, Hodgins and a seventh-round pick in James. So you get Wandale Robinson's second-round pick back off the injury list. You add a guy like Jordan Addison, and those threes, fours, and fives, and Wandale could be a heck of a player. Now you add Addison. Now you got yes. something for Daniel Jones. So I think a wide receiver, obviously, the critical need area. And if he's there, I think he would make an awful lot of sense. I would love to see Jordan Addison go to the Giants, but I don't know that he'll be on the board. And it may be a little bit of a reach for a guy out of SMU and Rasheed Rice. I like him a lot, very productive. I know he played in the air raid system, so yep. sometimes people get a little afraid to take air raid receivers, but Jordan Addison is coming from the air raid, and, and Rice is a little thicker, a little bit bigger. Uh, you know, I, I like him a lot. What you think about that, Mel, if they I can't yep. get a guy like that? I'm with you on Rice. I think he's a second rounder. Uh, the, the speed's going to be the thing. Uh, the combine pro day is going to be very important for Rice out of SMU. If he runs well, he could move into that. This is Mach 1.0. We'll see how he does down the line in terms of that speed factor. If he is, I'm with you on the production. He's got the size. He certainly can be that power forward. He can go get the football down the field in contested situations. So to me, I, I think Rasheed Rice is a guy that could move up. But for right now, uh, like I say, and I think the guy that we're going to be watching is Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. See, he's still not the great route runner. He still has some drops, but the speed factor is going to move him up. He's going to be one of the fastest players in this draft. But I think in terms of the best receiver for the pro level that's very underrated is Zay Flowers from Boston College. He didn't have his quarterback healthy all year, got hurt early. The O-line was decimated by injuries from the get-go. Yet Zay Flowers, first of all, he stayed at BC when he could have left. Okay, Jordan Addison left Pitt to go to USC. Zay Flowers could have left BC. He did. He stayed loyal to his program, to his school, and he still produced. The ball in his hands, he's dynamic. I really think when we look three years down the road, people are going to wonder why Zay Flowers from Boston College didn't go higher than the draft than he ended up going in late April. Mel, which big ugly should we be paying attention to that we're not talking about right now? Well, it's, it's a bad group. I tell you, it's, it's not a strong. In fact, this draft overall isn't good. Bottom line is this is not a good draft. Okay, that's the bottom line. It's not a good draft. <laughs> and it's a terrible draft for offensive linemen. So I have Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern, who people think is going to be a guard. Hey, we've seen these tackles survive in the NFL now and get it done. They're not moving to guard. They're staying at tackle. So I would go Skaronsky from Northwestern. Broderick Jones, Georgia, is developmentally. He keeps getting better and better. So he's certainly going to be up there. Uh, but I think Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern. Paris Johnson, Jr., Ohio State, will be the second tackle drafted. Jones could be the third. I think if there's a guy to watch that's underrated a little bit, Jim Nagy came on the Darian Mel show this past Saturday for the Senior Bowl and said, hey, Cody Malk from North Dakota State, watch him. Love the way he plays. Plays with fire, a former high school tight end. He's gotten bigger, gets after it. Tremendous athleticism. Cody Malk from North Dakota State could slide into the late first, early second round. Mm. Piper's sitting there telling you this is a bad draft. But somehow we're just as transfixed by it as we are every year. There is Mel Kuyper Jr., ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Mel, as always.
Thanks a lot. We'll see you for 2.0. Have a great day, man. Thanks, right, bud. NFL it, buddy. executives made their bold predictions, including where Tom Brady will play this upcoming season if he comes back. But was their prediction really bold? Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Hey, yo, we're doing a show, you know? No question. What's going on, Jay? (laughs) Yo, Key, sometimes, you know, you end up doing these reads during the break. And uh, when you get, as you just heard, Max is laughing at me the whole time. I got these four reads. And um, they're, yeah, they're like. We have to record reads during the break. paragraphs. Yeah, I was listening. Trust me. And I I couldn't get through the read. I mean, I can't talk. That was an all-time classic. It's happened to all of us, but that was an all-time classic. When you try to repeat the same sentence five times. And then you got people in, you know, like Pat Costello. I was like, what's wrong? Your mouth doesn't work today? <laughs> Your first day with the new mouth or first what's day going with on, the new man? Mouth, yes. That's yeah, what happens during the break. My name, my. Hello, Wait my, a second. My name? Exclamation mark? <laughs> Wait, what? My name? Comma splice. <laughs> yeah, uh, Matt. Why are there so many run on sentences? What's going on? <laughs> what was that outtakes I heard? It was either like Isaac Hayes or Barry White, but it was one of these, you know, deep baritone voices. It's like, bring it, I'll do a to do a, oh, like a radio read. It was Barry it was White. Barry White. Who had to do a radio read. And, you know, it wasn't that co- – but he was just having one of those days, and he was getting so frustrated. You could, you could look it up it's on he YouTube, I'm sure. He can't, he's like, who wrote this? And it's like, come on, man. It's not, it's not whoever wrote it. <laughs> All right, look. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. It's easy for me to make fun of it because I've never made a mistake. NFL executives made bold predictions. Water, a lot of mistakes. <laughs> Tom Brady, if he plays, where will he sign – 
They say the Las Vegas Raiders. I get the Josh McDaniel thing, but God, I don't. Key, I'm with you, man. It's not enough there. I, I mean, it. On Renfro's defense, there. On they, you know, Renfro, yeah. first one in, last one out. Well, he's got some offensive sneaky, weapons. Sneaky fast, quick <laughs> sneaky in and out of the fast. breaks. Very Artist smart. Worker. Lines up in a lot of different spots. Family guy. That's a good thing for him. Devontae Adams is certainly a good thing for him. Not not a bad thing at all. I noticed you don't have to say anything those things about Devontae Adams. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Waller, I don't know what that's going to be, the tied in spot. I have no idea what they're going to do with Josh Jacobs at the running back position. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option. Defense isn't good. Um, yeah, I, I don't think the Raiders and, – and Mark Davis and, and Tom Brady do have a decent relationship, but I don't see – why would you want to go there to play? I just don't see it. Like, I'd rather go back to New England and play with Bill and, and, and go there and try to win a championship. Brady, and if I win one, no I way. saved your ass. No, no look, look, way. Brady's got to go to a team. No, I'm just saying. That, that I would rather go to New England than Las Vegas if I'm Tom. Brady, not, I, I wouldn't, but Brady needs to go to a team well, you that don't want needs help a Belichick. quarterback now, that's ready to win now, if only they had a quarterback. And keep in mind. If Aaron Rodgers is available and will only be traded to the AFC, if that actually happens, then the teams with draft capital that can afford it will grab Rodgers before Brady at this point would be my feeling. So you have to look at teams where, man, you slide a quarterback in there and all you got to give up is the cash. I think immediately, yes, the Jets, but key, the Dolphins, because they gave up that draft pick because of tampering. That's what I'm saying. Can I um, spread some germs? Yes, please. I thought you Uh. hate germ spreading. No, I'm just one of us playing in the yeah, Max's yeah, yeah. deal. Yeah. I was just thinking, he said AFC. What if both of them wind up in the AFC East? One goes to New England and one goes – I mean, one goes to the yeah, Jets. The Jets. And Aaron, one goes to Miami. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, <laughs> Tom Brady to the Dolphins actually makes the most sense to me. And then, and then guess what? Hmm. They have to see each other in – Aaron Rodgers can't still get the best of Tom Brady. <laughs> Could you imagine? And you got the Belichick stuff mixed in with Josh Allen and McDermott now. Oh, my God. The AFC East would get covered like no division you have ever seen. I mean, if we're having real talk, if, if you're Tom, if your family, your kids are in South Florida. Come on. But I think he's some of his family in New York, too, though, Jay. Yeah, I mean, but still, Key, that's what? You're, you're jumping on a PJ, that's a two-and-a-half-hour flight. You're, 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 go, you're back and forth. And you don't have and the same I'm just saying, like coordinator. But you're not playing in the cold. Yeah. You're in the heat know. at this stage of his career. <laughs> like we both know, like what that effects have on your body when you're playing down that South Florida heat. No, you have I get a it. Wide receiving core. You're not sure what's happening with Tua. And let's not not act like that boat conversation didn't happen. You know, a year and a half. That's ago. why they're missing a the draft pick. Like it's it's all yeah. But that right boat conversation. But remember that boat conversation had. Some some stuff in it. That stuff isn't there anymore. That ship has sailed. That, is that, that what you're ownership piece and all that. That's over with now. That's fine. But yeah, it's still, it's it, no. But I'm saying that was an enticing. That was an enticing carrot to get him to focus in on possibly joining them because he possibly could have gotten exec. You know, a little yeah. bit of a piece of it. I hear, I, but I'm just saying, if you're Tom Brady and you're 45 years old, about turn 46 six. by next season. Right? Is it is he forty five or forty six right now? No, I'm saying I was saying forty six by the time he's playing. You're really trying to play in a cold environment at forty six years old. Guys, b- the geezers mm-hmm. are one thing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Avocado can take care of. Wait nope. a minute. The geezers are one thing. Avocado. What about a guy in his prime, Lamar Jackson? 
if he's traded and key, I agree. All the signs recently have pointed to they're keeping him. That's why yeah, they absolutely. get rid of who they get rid of and throw the press the conference and everything. They get rid of the OC. They sit there, have a press conference, and say, he's the quarterback. What we do is based on him, et cetera, et cetera. To me, that's a signal he's have that input. ownership told, told front office, we can go north of $200 million. That's how I read that. That's how yeah, I read that. The guarantee. Right, well, if the money goes where he wants it to be, then that's fine. Well, I don't think it's going to go, go, Jay. It has to go. It has to go. Right? It has to go. Well, here, here, comes, here comes Burrow, Burrow Herbert, here comes Herbert, here goes Jalen. That's what I'm saying. Year. That's why it has to go. Yeah. you got three was, quarterbacks this offseason yeah. that's going to probably hit pay dirt. Front you off, talked about those two guys plus Hurts. Front office goes to ownership. Come on, Key. They're like, hey, uh, listen, here's the thing. Already 180 guaranteed. Forget the Sean Watson 230. 180 happened last year. Here comes three dudes. It's going to go north of 200. Let's just get out in front of it and get it done now. Sports is yeah. A, sports is a good thing, man. The That's the conversation. People are losing their jobs, and these guys are. I get 50 million. People want more distraction. Yeah, people want more distraction about I mean, it. Listen, if Lamar Jackson Jay. is traded to the NFL executives, bold predictions that that um, Jeremy Fowler solicited. <laughs> you making fun of my reads again? I had to remember who was. Jeremy Fowler, of course. Solicited, they say, to the Falcons. You think you like that? Say it again. The Falcons. Lamar to the Falcons. No, you see my face. I don't even re- want to respond to that. Why? That doesn't even. No. You're, in the, you're going to be in the same situation that you were in Baltimore. Yeah, got to do too much. Derek Carr will sign with. The team that drafted his brother number one overall. Oh no, the Texans. Yeah, he's trying to he's no. trying to end his career I'm early. Waiting, huh? I'm waiting to see where all these other dudes pan out. Then I'm still taking the best available option. No, but are they going to trade him or release him? That's the difference. Yeah. Are they letting him get into the free agent market, or are they going to trade him? I don't. If you can find a trade partner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At some point, I just don't know. I don't know the. I don't know the. Yeah. Ramifications hey, on what? Let's hit Jesus. this before we get at Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow will make fifty million plus a year each. Yeah, I hit yeah. the mic with my sleeve. Be more careful. I know you. You want to know what Jay thinks about that fifty million thing? I'll tell you. He thinks that these are cheap franchises that we're talking about—the Chargers <laughs> and the Bengals—and they're not going to want to go to fifty million each. What do you say, Key? Uh, I would say that most likely. They've already kind of floated that out there that yeah. they, you know, they already floated it out there that they really didn't want to have to do certain things. I don't think that the Spanos family and the Brown family really want to pay Burrow and Herbert the market rate for their services. They don't really want to. Listen, I got a guy who, uh, you know, you can Cincinnati could have for maybe 40 a year. I'll trade him straight up for Joe Burrow if you want. They really Daniel want to give Jones. a guy for you. They, they, they can take Daniel Jones. I like him a lot. Good quarterback. And we'll take they, Joe Burrow but but they might negotiate Justin Herbert. But, but also, I think Joe Burrow, as well as Justin Herbert, will not force the issue to be the highest this and that. I, don't, I think they're going to, you know. Joe Burrow? Joe you, you, Burrow? Joe Burrow's yeah. hometown. Keep, hometown. You're going to sell himself short? I don't see it. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert in the same conversation? Not at the moment. No. I mean, it, it, see, but. But I, I get the value. You no, know, I understand the value. But if I'm Joe Burrow, I need the more same than thing, Justin Herbert. Yeah, I know But you, you know mean, how you had more. that conversation yeah. about Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and I have it about Josh Allen and Dak Prescott? Same yeah. thing? It's essentially. It's not. Not. Yeah, because it's not the same thing. 
he hasn't gone to a playoff game. I mean, he won he the playoff game. Lost. He lost. Yep. He, he, you know, I'm back to back with a big lead. AFC championships and potential Super Bowl. And yeah. he didn't play so very like, well down the stretch. I love Justin Herbert, but you cannot deny that that is true. I can't deny it's true. I think he's going to be great. My eyeballs see greatness, but he's got to win in the playoffs. All right. I hope I didn't hurt anybody's ears with dropping the mic. So, wait, you just said well, that Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert aren't the same, right? They're not quite the same because one dude has gone to a Super Bowl and done a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, yeah Jay doesn't think so, they're the same either. I, yeah, I got so, you covered, Jay. Uh, is that reasoning applicable to Josh Allen and Dak Prescott because one guy's been to the AFC Championship? I don't care about the AFC Championship game, man. I don't care about Super Bowls. Okay, I'm just saying you found room, Super you found room, Bowl. room to separate these two, but yet you can't find room bit, to separate. A little bit, Keith. Those, I'm just, bit. I'm just, because if you're listening. I, I am listening. That's bit. why I made the point. Then a little bit. the Super Bowl is important. I don't care about an AFC Championship game. Aaron Rodgers spoke to Pat McAfee, believe it or not. Want to know what Aaron Rodgers cares about? That's coming up. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Aaron Rodgers. You know this whole thing where he's definitely going to the AFC. What is it that he is trying to go get? An MVP trophy along with a championship. You can get that potentially in Miami. That's a good situation. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee have apparently buried the hatchet. <laughs> they finally are agreeing to talk to each other. All right, we're going to talk about that in a second. But first, guys, Saul wants to uh, defend you, Jay. Oh, God. What's Saul? Hello, can you hear me? I got you. We got you, Saul. Is it Saul or Saul? Which hey, one? good morning. Saul. I'm hey. from... Better call Saul, New Mexico. Okay, brother. Hey, um, good morning, fellas. I love the show. I just wanted to tell Keyshawn, um, Keyshawn, you're wrong about comparing J-Will to any McDonald's All-American. No disrespect to everyone that made it, but that's like comparing you to a Cowboys second-string receiver, right? Same thing. They both um, played receiver for the Cowboys. Yeah, was... <laughs> and then uh, one que- one question for you guys: um, Do you think it's possible for the Cowboys to make a move for Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson? Um, that's all I had. Thanks, fellas. Lamar in Dallas. Appreciate your support. Nah, too much money involved. Yeah, but Lamar in Dallas. Hey, I know what you did. You went on Twitter over there doing the breaks, and hey, man, just call in. I know what hey, you did. Uh, 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 Keyshawn, Joe, Joey, Joey, no. So I let know. me ask you this then, Jay. Yeah, she did. Why did you do <laughs> eyebrows like that? Yeah. You went to Duke, right? Did I, Duke? Key? Yes, you wore the then jersey, you, you won the Naismith, you did all that. Why? J.J. Reddick went to Duke, too. Yes. 
and so did uh, what's the little dude that I don't like? What's his name? It's you know, not the my part, job to make your like. argument for you. No, I'm just saying he no, wore two jerseys. It's the argument. same thing. No, it's not man, the it's the same thing, man. It's not the same. Grayson Allen, that's it. Same the thing. They wore Duke jerseys. Definitely that's not all. The same thing. Jay's a top 50 hey, point guard yes. in Duke history. He's a top that 50 That is a true. That, by the way, that is a true statement. History. Jay is a top 50 point guard. Yes, you're a top 50 not, point guard in Duke group. history. That's true. Yes. That is a true statement. <laughs> Jay, you would agree that's a true statement, right? You couldn't I say think, false I, to that. I think yeah, Jay's a true statement. Yeah. Top 50. I think Jay's yeah. career speaks for itself. You can itself. keep going down, too. If you top 10. doesn't matter. Top 5. Yeah. Jay doesn't have anything to prove to me. Trust I got not, me. I got not, you know, nothing. Whatever. Key, however you like to frame your conversation, <laughs> yes. you want to say Grayson Allen, J.J. Reddick, and myself are the same thing. That is your opinion. You're entitled to it. You're Good both one. mammals. Same thing. Both mammals. You're both yeah, mammals. Same you're thing. mammals. Same I'm trying thing. to think of all the great Austin Rivers. <laughs> you, said, you know, you couldn't uh, even think about great. How are you going to ask me to help you with your no, argument? No, Shane Battier. Shane Battier. Why aren't you coming up with SC football players that are the same? That's because, my question. Because I know what time it is with Key. Uh huh. And what time is it? Jordan Addison time. He wore three. Rogers, guys, spoke to Pat McAfee about a great many things, including that he doesn't care about criticism. Listen to Aaron Rodgers. I don't care about that stuff. It doesn't offend me. I mean, this culture, this woke culture wants to be offended by everything. You just go online and find something you don't agree with. I'm offended. How could you possibly say that? I don't really care. I don't care who it's coming from or who said it. They're entitled to their opinion. It might not be right. And every now and then you got to get on here and and say, hey, you know, you just found some like, that's just not true. Like, let's just tone it back a little bit. You might need to do that. Most of the time, you just kind of gloss over it. Who cares? It doesn't really matter. Because it honestly doesn't matter. It doesn't affect my day-to-day. It doesn't interrupt my whale-watching time. It doesn't interrupt me at all during the day. I don't, I don't think, you know, agonize about like, oh, you know, oh, Gronk said, you know, I shouldn't be worrying about MVPs. I'm like, I know Gronk. I love Gronk. He's awesome. He's, he's fun energy to be around. Yeah, the only thing that I mean, really I agree with a lot of what Rogers just said, Key. The only thing I object to is when he when he uses the word woke, which has been co opted by the right to be a catch all for anyone who may be like socially conscious. That's my only problem. That's a stupid thing to, to the stupid way to use the word because it lumps in genuine grievances with people that Rogers is right about. A lot of people, and it's and it's many many people, you know, on from all from all over who are just kind of looking to get outraged, looking for a little bit of indignation somewhere. Now I'm offended and they can go about their business, right? And it creates, a, it chills kind of free speech So, and an exchange of ideas in the public square. So I agree with him about that. It's just the use of the term woke itself, the way he uses it in a pejorative way, uh, uh, will turn people off, right? It will turn yeah. some people off. And I think that's the point in him using it that way. Every, everything you said is too smart for me. I don't care about that. I got it. Right? You got it, I mean, Jay. I just, it, it, it doesn't – look, at, at the end, Aaron Rodgers is 100% correct about not caring about what people have to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, in general, I'm on a sports talk shows every single day. I have to – talk about the sports, the content, what's going on around the world at times. We, we get into pop culture. We get into a lot of different things. But in the grand scheme of things, Aaron Rodgers shouldn't give a damn about what nobody says on social media, about what nobody says about – But do you believe he doesn't, him. Key? He says I, he I doesn't. Honestly, do you believe he doesn't? I, honestly, I honestly believe that he doesn't. Max, I've lived it my own self sure. as a player. 
and is a human being to this day. But some people, people can always claim got it. something can to I, say. But some you people can claim can it, I, but but they don't actually I, don't I, pay attention to that nonsense. I, I, I firmly believe that anybody that says they don't listen to anything, that is not reality. No, he said he. No, he well, did well, say he he glosses over it. Well, because here's my thing: if you're on the show that naturally brings into your life. Like, look, if Aaron Rodgers is well-watching or if he's doing ayahuasca, he's not worried about what's online. Or both. They're not mutually exclusive. But as as long as he comes into the media outlet by doing a show and naturally engages with what's going on in the world, right, like you're subliminally going to see things. Like how does it not – even if if you're not trying to pay attention to it, you're going to react to it somehow. It's going to come out through conversation. I think that's what you're hearing. Like obviously he's – presenting his case right now about things that he hears. No, Jay, what he's saying is he sees it, he glosses over it, it's in his face just like it is in ours every single day. Do you honestly think that I have the time to waste energy worrying about somebody saying I'm a bum? Oh, you wasn't good. You're not in the Hall of Fame. Yes. You're this, you're that. You yes. don't, I don't have time to engage in that. Yes, you I see do. It. Yeah, I, I agree. I, but, everybody, but, but, but hold on, Max. Everyone, key, I'm, I'm not saying that you – delegate or allocate a lot of your time to it, but a split second, I've seen you react to things. I've seen you react yeah. to things that our producer has said. They're like, these people, oh, and same here. But Max that's too. more, but that's more tongue in cheek. Agree, agree, with. but let's when not act like it doesn't. When you're with producers or dealing with you, do you honestly think that I think that people that wore a damn McDonald's jersey just because they wore it is the same as you? I got to be a damn fool. No, I, I got to be that. stupid and I no, hit my head on a rock but it to think but, that somebody who puts on a McDonald's jersey is the same as Jay But you're aware of it, but, Key, and even as you know it's not true and you can make fun of it, I, Jay, you correct me if I'm wrong, there's an adding up where of course. it does occupy a certain space. You know, and, and then when you have a free your forum brain. to talk, Max, like you end up just addressing things that you've heard just naturally. Yeah. Because that's how you would talk with your boys. I would you know hope, what I mean? I do. I would hope Aaron Rodgers. But that's cause, different, cause I think though, it's, Jay. Yeah, what, I, I'm not saying it. I'm, Key, I'm not saying that he it affects him in any way but, but, at all. But, but I'm saying, like, to act like you don't bring that up in a topic of conversation. Like, that's we, what we do, just though. We br- you and I and, and Max, we bring things up in a topic of conversation on and off air, but it's not affecting us. And okay. that's what he's saying. It's not going to affect him. Of course he's going to mention uh, Gronkowski. Because they're having a conversation. But in the end, when he gets in his nice car and drives home, he ain't sitting up thinking. At least I hope hope he's not driving home thinking about Gronkowski. I would hope that that Aaron Rodgers, and I think most people feel this way, you know, if he does have change his mind about something, on the field, off the field, whatever – it does. It's not because the mob is there going, the angry mob is there going, you have to think like everybody else, right? Or shame on you for f- thinking this, that, that whatever commentary is out there, that he any kind of modification in his behavior is because he looks within, right? And, and considers things and then comes to changes his mind or his behavior or focuses in his public utterances more on championships than MVPs. Of course, you don't want it to come from external sources that – present social pressure to him, right? Of course he's right about that. It, that makes you like a guy more when he says, I'm not going to bow to that than, you know, yeah, than a guy who, you, just, who will. Or, you unlike know, you, Max, all you think about is Emmys. Emmys. <laughs> <laughs> Finalist for NFL MVP just announced. Any surprises? Keyshawn J. Willemax. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Young LeBron James, Bronny, I congratulate him on making the McDonald's team. And I was saying, Jay played on the McDonald's team. So I was like, oh, y'all, that's cool. He played on the same team as you. It's the same thing. You have to be National Player of the Year to be the same as me. Ooh, flex. Same building, same, same building, door, man. But we Very talking. different views. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Guys, Associated Press, NFL Award finalists, they're out. NFL MVP, let me start with one that will bring a big smile to Keyshawn Johnson's face. Josh Allen. <laughs> Josh You're Allen's the finalist right? for MVP. Yeah. You're you joking. Candidates, man. But that's one. Joe <laughs> No, I just Joe wanted to Bur- start with the one. Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, Patrick Mahomes, Key. These are the candidates to win. Oh, the yeah, Max be playing <laughs> games, man. He is a candidate. Face, Same thing, Key. Same, Same thing. thing. All McDonald's All-American MVP <laughs> candidates. Same thing. You, see, now you're going to make it seem like I don't like Josh Allen. It's not, it's <laughs> no, you have him. Key thinks, I, I think a lot of Josh Allen. Key has him third in the NFL behind Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. What's wrong with that? Oh, no, not Joe Burrow. He has Patrick Mahomes, then Aaron Rodgers, yeah, then Josh Joe Allen. Yeah. Mahomes, Rodgers, I got Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts. Prisoner of the moment. Don't care. <laughs> Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts. I think if, I think if, I, I honestly think if Aaron Rodgers had the right coach and the right situation, yeah, he'll he win championship. Yeah, still yeah. got it, man. Dude can yeah, play. He it's got some weird first. takes on stuff, but he could play. Yeah. Yep. He got some weird. Although this year play. was weird because maybe That's it was circumstances. But Jefferson involved. There were a couple times where I asked you guys, like, who has the advantage at quarterback in this matchup? And it was like the Bills. You know, so for the first time in Aaron Rodgers' career, and I understand rookie receivers and all this, but, like, the other team had the advantage at, at quarterback. We no, never would have said that before this year. Maybe against Mahomes once or twice or maybe Brady, but – there were some dudes this year where he'd be like, yeah, I like the other team's quarterback. Man, you got to realize he was out there with some yeah, yeah, young guys. I mean, it, it, Watson was young, got hurt, banged up in and out of the lineup. Romeo Dobbs banged up in and out of the lineup. Cobb, old, banged up in and out of the lineup. Lazar, banged up in and out. Like, he wasn't really – he didn't. I don't think he had his receiving core. 
more than together as a group, probably more than a couple games. Yeah, and they were very young. And remember, as yeah. Mike T said, he didn't pick them up from the airport. That's the whole problem. All right. Defensive player of the year. Bosa. Nick Bosa of the Niners, of course. Chris Jones of the Chiefs. And Micah Parsons of the Cowboys. They're going to give it to Nick Bosa. Alan Yates is mad because Hassan Reddick is not on the list. 16 sacks this year. Had a better season than Michael Parsons. But, you know, names. Who names would you rather have in. on your team? The guy with 16 sacks. Really? Over Michael Parsons? Yeah, the guy with 16 okay, sacks. But Michael Parsons does so much yeah, other than sacks. You really can't account for some of the stuff that he does when he lines up. The defense changes the, the whole offensive mindset. When he goes to the left, they think in this, goes to the right, lines up in the middle. I mean, you know, you could argue, you could argue it though, uh, Yates. I don't mind that. Yeah, yeah, I'm rocking with the guy with 16 sacks on the, with the, the defense that has 70 plus sacks You're on the year. Give me that guy, anybody. You're rocking with the Eagles. That's how about comeback is. player of the year. What do we got? Saquon, comeback? probably Saquon Barkley, McCaffrey. Hold CMC, on, but listen, man. McCaffrey and Gino. Gino will probably be third. Gino will be third. So wait, so comeback player of the year doesn't necessarily mean injury? I guess not. Does it mean injury in basketball? I always think of it as injury, but, you know. I I always think of it as injury. Because Saquon Barkley played last year. It's got to be Saquon, guys. Saquon was the whole offense. He's the whole offense. Well, it could be Geno, too, because Geno was, And McCaffrey. Geno was was missing. Geno was in witness protection for about seven years. Yeah. Yep. Coach of the year. Here are the finalists. I think a lot of guys could have qualified. I don't see Sirianni here. I think he could be there. I don't Dan see, Campbell. Huh? I don't see, by the way, a bunch of guys could be on, but here are the, the finalists. Brian Dable, who's the okay. one who should win. Giants. Doug Peterson. Jaguars, okay. of course. And the Niners head coach, Kyle Shanahan. Why would Kyle Shanahan be on the coach of the year? Because he's gone Niners through three great quarterbacks again. and Brock Purdy and the way they've won so many games yeah. down the stretch. I he mean, got the number one defense in the NFL. But he's right? the coach. You don't get credit but, for But that. hold on. I'm just trying to figure this out. Number one coach in the NFL. They traded for Christian McCaffrey, who's been healthy all year long. Debo Samuel Ayuk. Debo had his injury. He had, in other words, know, there's so saying, much he, talent the there. Players and stuff that he has. Brock Purdy and um, Jimmy G, same thing. Same thing. Nothing changes. But when you look at Brian Dable, he takes over a team that was just hot garbage. Hot garbage. Like the worst thing that you could have ever wanted to do. That's why he got the job, because they were so bad. He had a quarterback that people did not believe in. Well, Key, let me, let me ask you, which one was worse, the Giants situation or the Jaguars situation? Because I believe the latter was the well, worst. Well, I was going to get to Jacksonville, too. Yeah, Jacksonville Bad was worse culture, than New York to me. But they had more a lot of different things. They had to go out and spend money to upgrade some talent. The coach was fired. And then Dan Campbell in Detroit, they never win. Yeah, let's talk about Dable versus Peterson, okay, if we can That's set aside Shannon's. Here's the thing about Peterson. Yes, the culture is all messed up. He has the number one draft pick at quarterback, and he has talent on the offensive side of the ball. Whereas Dayball came in and not only took over a dysfunctional situation, but they didn't have the number one pick at at quarterback. They had a guy who got picked six a bunch of years ago and yeah. never panned out. Well, Max, and then the only thing they had was a running back. They didn't have any receivers. You know, just because a rookie one pick doesn't mean offensive one tackle. Pan out. Yeah, but he's very talented, Jay. I understand, but I mean, you're also creating a culture in which the 
Uh, Bri- it happened with Urban Meyer. Yes. Brian. No, no, Brian yes, you're Dayball. right. I'm just saying compare it to Dable. I'm saying he is he had more raw material to work with yeah, than absolutely. Dable. Absolutely. And he got the same results as Dable. Jacksonville kind of had Jacksonville had it all, the mix ready to go. All they had to do was kind of pour it in there and put it in the oven. Brian Dable had to go to the cabinet, get the mix, put it in, yeah. turn it up, and then hope that he didn't burn it. Figure along out the, way. the proportions, right? Wait, yeah. I need a little more a, of this. He had a lot no, of stuff it's nothing to, against to Doug Peterson. But Peterson, but, you're, but you're right to give him credit. He was healthy for the first time. But I bet you this, though, Max. Yeah. Brian Dable wins it. And the re- one of the reasons he wins it is because the people that's voting, some of the people that's voting, some of that New York stuff, yeah. going to play in there, and they're going to punish Doug Peterson for the time. Remember the, for the playoffs? When they played, I don't know who it was. I sure do remember when they they really stuck it to the Giants by resting their guy. Yeah. Yeah. All I can tell you is I hope that does happen. They're going to get him for that, Jay. That's right. They ought to. Cold-blooded league out here, man. I say always be fair, except in this case, don't be fair. No, I really do think, Dable, I think there are a bunch of good (laughs) candidates. Some of them, you mentioned Campbell, a bunch of guys who weren't even mentioned here. I would have gave it to Dan Campbell just because, though. Man, Dable deserves it. It just, he deserves it. I wouldn't say he deserved it if he didn't. Yes, I would, but he does yes, deserve he it. But I'm also Peterson saying he deserves, deserves it, it and he does deserve it. They all deserve it. Just give them all the damn trophies. That's the problem with the woke community. Everyone deserves a participation. <laughs> with the... They're both the same. They're the same. They're not the same. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Greeny is coming up. Y'all go, y'all same love thing. Kellerman Greeny is the same. same. It's all the same. Max Kellerman, no. Greeny, We're same back. thing. Tuna rice <laughs> cake is the same yes. as tuna rice cake. Same. Different place. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.